0: They can't get away with this stuff and i say just down with it forget about them like say say oh yeah nice nice movie thanks but uh you don't need me to tell you you're great so have fun
1: you don't need to walk them down the altar i think exactly <laughs> welcome to a vacation with a vacation with somebody new every single week this week's vacation celebrities get out jail free card on this week's episode of a vacation with i'm joined by adam and calvin uh, two fellow Canadians. Together we'll be talking about the British celebrity system and uh, why they're able to get away with so much um, and not go to jail for certain things that an average person would go to jail for. This is A Vacation With...
2: up star Dappy has landed himself in some serious trouble. The young rapper appeared on the Chris Moyle show on Tuesday and didn't take too kindly to being called a vile little boy with a silly hat. By a listener. We guess she isn't a fan, but what she didn't know was that Dappy had apparently jotted down her mobile number in order to send this malicious message. You're going to die. You sent a very bad message towards Ndubs on the Chris Moyle show yesterday morning, and for that reason, you will never be left alone. If you say sorry, I will leave you alone. You...
1: Good to go. Welcome back to another voluptuous episode of A Vacation With. I'm joined by um, longtime veteran uh, Adam, who's been a contributor for quite a while, and uh, newcomer uh, Calvin, who's uh, over in o- Oshawa, which is uh, where the deer and the antelope now, play.
0: <laughs> are you in Oshawa, Calvin? No, I don't think so. You no, didn't...
1: I'm at uh, the University of Toronto, Mississauga, right now. Oh, my goodness. Oh, okay, so he's not in Oshawa, sorry, but he's close enough in Toronto. And um, today we're talking about two stories that kind of tie together on similar themes. There was, um, the most recent one was which, uh, there's a a rapper group called N-Dubs, and apparently they went on this BBC radio show, and um, they were, you know, doing rapping with the hosts or whatever, and then apparently someone from the audience, texted in saying, you know, I I don't like your music, or whatever. she or, uh, made fun of the rapper by calling him a little boy with a silly hat. And apparently the rapper, <laughs> he uh, got really upset at this and wrote down the person's uh, cell phone number. And actually, when he left the radio show, got back home, started calling up the um, person who, uh, called, who sent in the text and started giving her death threats and everything. So the... The topic of this podcast is essentially why celebrities seem to get away with so much more than a normal citizen would, because they're not charging them at all. They're not, like, I don't think they even gave him a warning. They just kind of, BBC said they regretted the incident, is essentially all that happened. But I mean, if it wasn't a celebrity, you know, they would have got charged, gone to jail, probably. I mean, you can't send death threats to, to anyone, <laughs> I, because, I don't think so. Yeah. No, maybe not. Especially when you're just being called a little boy with a silly hat. But yeah, what what are your what are your guys' takes on this?
0: I don't even think this guy's literate, let alone uh, smart enough not to uh threaten someone with death on like a radio show.
1: Yeah, and I mean, um I don't know, have you guys heard of the um there was two two British radio comedians that they called up someone at uh their home and they left like a really long voice message for the guy um like just making fun of the guy's daughter um it was russell brand and jonathan ross i don't know if you heard about that but it's it's another thing like they didn't actually get charged for it they just they basically the bbc just said or they were just suspended for two months without pay and then that was the that was the end of it but I mean you could listen to the uh, the conversation on YouTube or the 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 uh, voice message that they left on YouTube and it's pretty like if if anyone you else should, did that they would get arrested right away. You should play it for the viewers. Well, maybe I'll play a sample of it, but uh, I don't know Calvin uh, what's what do, you, what do you think is the celebrity is there a bias towards the celebrity world? Why, why does that exist? Well, yeah,
2: the thing is that he he does have a silly hat and uh... That that point was overlooked completely. No, but actually, um, celebrities do get away with quite a bit more than the, say, average person. And that, that's, uh, I mean, the material wealth, they have uh, as well influence and they're linked with uh, not only, you can't just look at themselves as like an isolated person. You have to understand that they have um, sponsorships from various expensive companies that have links to political contributions. I mean, it's it's a whole network. So, it's, it's when you're attacking that one person, it's a source of wealth for many, many individuals. So it's, it's, it's kind of difficult for law to uh, impose the same penalties on these people because it costs a lot of people so much money. And um, that's why they have this kind of uh, support system that can help them out in these situations.
1: Now I wonder if that applies to uh, the Roman Polanski case. Are you familiar with that? <laughs> that oh. is... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Underage women and then he got pretty much exiled. Well, he 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 exiled himself apparently. Well, so so we so we think anyway that he well he ran away. Maybe they told him to go away. We don't we don't really know what the story is there, but they're trying to get him to come back now that he's been um, he's arrested in Switzerland, um trying to get or um, brought back to the to the U S for a trial that was supposed to be um, you know finished in the seventies, but again it's just any any other person you know the law would crack down and just like bring him over here like it seems like they're having a, almost a friendly dialogue with him to get him to come over, <laughs> but
2: and the the best part was that that he actually made an award winning film while in exile right yeah
1: yeah, yeah like the, he
2: the he actually was... continued to make movies that were released in the the U S after he was pretty, he left escaping, like, the law.
1: <laughs> and that's the thing, like, one of the things I can't, I, I can't understand about it is because um, when he was arrested in Switzerland, so many filmmakers were, they were in an uproar saying, oh, he's a, he's a wonderful filmmaker, and you, you shouldn't arrest <laughs> him, he's a, he's such an amazing character, and yet, like, what, so they think you win an Academy Award for Best Director, or whatever, that's, like, overpowers the fact that you raped a 14-year-old.
0: I know there's a couple different cases that just get thrown out, or even dealt with on the side somehow. Just get off with nothing. Definitely, people should at least own up to it and take punishment for it. Even if it was just like texting someone, you're getting. It should be at least a fine for that or something. Maybe some anger management classes.
1: The, the worst part about the, the texting is that he never actually. The rapper still hasn't. Uh, acknowledge the incident. He hasn't apologized publicly. Like it's the BBC that kind of sent the regrets on behalf of him. He hasn't uh, because he knows he he's, he can get away with it. I mean, the BBC I think is one of the worst offenders in terms of letting um, letting their um, their hosts or whatever get away with these sorts of things. And um, there's there's another incident which um, happened. Well, it did, it did say that he he apologized. Said he sent the messages
2: out to her in the heat of the moment when I was angry, but that's no excuse.
1: Oh, okay. So he yeah, says okay. that
2: the offer off donation to a charity of Moody's choice.
1: Oh, I see. Well, <laughs> that that'll make things so much so much better.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <giving> charity money. <laughs> Nobody got killed. It's just a slap line. on the wrist. Right? This um, another related incident which um, happened a couple years ago was the the Johnny Vegas. Um, the Johnny Vegas incident, which he's a comedian, a British comedian, who, um, I guess in the middle of his show or whatever, he called up uh, a woman a woman who was in front of the stage. He basically started making these rude mo- remarks saying he wanted to have like sex on the stage or whatever. And the girl, um, I guess, was pressured into going up there by um, the rest of the audience. So she was basically laid down before him. And um, in a not so subtle way, was like he, you know, kind of like sexually assaulted her in front of the audience, and it it, it seemed to be that it was without her um, consent, um, yeah, consent or whatever. But so what? What is essentially him raping this girl on stage and getting away with it? So that's I don't know if it's because he has that celebrity status or people just are afraid to go after the celebrity. Because I mean, um, I think Calvin, you're right in that. Uh, people they don't want to kind of attack that status because they're not just attacking a person They're attacking kind of a whole um, a whole network and in this case Like there was one article written in the Guardian about this incident and immediately Johnny Vegas uh, threatened to sue them so the Guardian which is supposed to be like this huge, you know famed incredible newspaper um, removed the article and it's like You're a newspaper. You're not supposed to censor yourself because someone's upset about their reputation yeah, I think that, that that part of the story
2: exemplifies like exactly what's wrong with celebrity culture and that they they actually did the newspaper posted an article and I, I read through the article, the original Guardian article, and there's no slander it's not libelist, it's it's actually just reporting on what was seen. At the show and because he sued them they took it down and I think that's incredible to see that a newspaper or something that's supposed to be reporting the facts kind of like the voice of the the people and it's being taken down because celebrity has issue with it
1: I've heard that um, Britain is the been referred to as the the nanny the nanny state. Have you heard that before? It's like they try. I think they tend to avoid controversy whenever they can, and I think yeah. maybe that's one of the reasons why you know they don't go after celebrities or they don't um, or they do just well, kind of avoid you know responsibility in those cases.
2: I you thought know. British tabloids had the reputation of being some of the worst like paparazzi in the in the
1: world. Well, maybe the maybe the tabloids are like that, but the um, the new like the newspapers like the BBC, newspaper. like um like actual newspapers like the BBC um and the Guardian, yeah, they're they're famous for watering down stories that um, I don't know. I guess if you read an American newspaper, you would get more of a a liberal view.
0: Of. Yeah, journalism has suffered over there due to politeness. <laughs> <laughs> I guess if well, you can
2: say it that way. Yeah, and it's just like the thing is is essentially they're erasing this record of history from people's mm-hmm. minds, and they're they're erasing that that even that it even happened. So if it's not recorded in some way, then years from now, it's it's like it never happened. It's the same with you know uh, just deciding what you teach in history class while certain certain parts of history get you know passed on from generation to generation whereas other things are are eventually forgotten so it's it's a way of just erasing the record of this event from ever being in the minds of his fans and things like that it won't be when they when you know michael jackson dies and there's a documentary written about it certain things are left out and certain things are kept in and then eventually when people well. have no idea of this person before like he died all they have are these recorded texts you know so Johnny Vegas same thing they just have these recorded texts of what has happened and then he's just kind of selecting what people will
0: remember him well just like he did sue the paper or threatened to sue them if they didn't take it out so you know avoiding conflict is what the paper is doing and just backing down because some celebrity threatens you with suing. That's not a, like, I'm sure people would buy more papers and they'd make more money by printing a controversial story. And, you know, I'm no, I know the New York, New Yorker or anything like that. They, they would just take it. They'd say, okay, sue us. Go ahead. Here's your money. Bye.
1: I think um I'm still going to print the story. I think that one of the the main causes of that is because there's such, um, there's such kind of a fear culture over here. Like they, um, I don't know if you you read in the the papers today, but even on I was looking on CNN.com, it said on the front page that Britain has raised their terror alert level or, or whatever um, to the second highest, and, um, and that's that's I guess that's the type of society that uh, that we're in over here. Like I mean, I'll walk around and CCTV is everywhere. I I think like they just the media government they want you to kind of be afraid to ever leave that box and. I don't know if maybe the newspapers are roped into it as well, that they have to uh, maintain this atmosphere of, you know, safety and um, stability. Yeah. But <laughs> that, the, question, so the question I want to ask... That's a whole other can of worms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but going back uh, a, a second, the question I want to ask then is, is Britain really any different from China? I mean... In which sense? They're probably... I mean, in the way that they censor... I know that they're they're a lot more subtle I think than China is. Yeah. But you know, I think well oh but I still think that fundamentally they have a lot of similarities. They're just yeah. not admitting what they're censoring. At least China's upfront about you know, what's you can't listen to and what you can't do.
2: So and, and basically mm-hmm. it's state sponsored censorship versus self censorship In. Imp- posed indirectly by state is that what you're getting to
1: well yeah i mean Out there. in the
2: uk it's, it's just all, kind of like changing just, it
1: yeah it's run basically <laughs> the media world is run by the bbc because the bbc is <laughs> the bbc just has a huge network and radio shows They it just ridiculously <laughs> over dominates so you only get this one you get this one media powerhouse kind of controlling controlling this but
0: Well, I think what they're trying to do is censor people from, you know, morally wrong things and try to keep them not from going crazy from terror attacks. Like, uh, I know China, they they would just do it to get people. It's propaganda, what they do, basically, but uh, censoring things so people don't get over panicked. They can still go, you know, do their things in their life. Not like nine eleven, where everybody's just sitting. I'm watching the TV for six days in a row.
2: There's a very fine line between, um, you know, what should be shown and what shouldn't. And I think, not just you know the the UK, not just China, but even in the US as well with news conglomerates like CNN and Fox. And- news way they're very specific about what stories they show they're always pro-war they're always supportive of of the same types of things and anyone who criticizes that is always kind of shunned away and it's it's i don't know it's kind of depressing in a way that that certain news gets reported and 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 not in a like news to me is always su- supposed to be unbiased and without but I mean, obviously, that's impossible because there's no such thing, really, as, as non-bias, but more uh,
1: unbiased than what it is being shown to be. I, I know I know what you're trying to what you're getting at, and I think one one way of looking at it is that I think North American news is really they really go for stories that they know are going to attract attention, and um, the UK uh, I don't think it's quite uh, quite as bad like that. Um, I know the the BBC is a very conservative newspaper, and they'll they'll have their entertainment stories and everything, but it's always they'll they'll never put like the the life celebrity stories on the front page or whatever. Like, they're really they really concentrate on these more worldly stories. But I think the the negative side of the BBC though is that there's a there's a certain re- uh, restriction on the way they tell the the story. I guess I don't know if um, that makes sense. Like in the North America it seems to be unrestricted storytelling whereas in the BBC it's more it seems like they dilute what uh, was actually in print although maybe there's there's less fluff in the news if that's a that's, um, better way of saying it. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah I understand what you mean by fluff as to be like uh, non-critical, <laughs>
2: non-critical non-critical like ideas of politics and things like that yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: well I guess in terms of this story you also run into a sort of Journalistic freedom versus artistic freedom, too, but I don't see why this guy gets to commit a crime committing his sexual harassment like in public. People are watching this and he can get away with it and people can't even report on it. Doesn't really make sense.
1: I think another mentality is people, um, um some of my uh, flatmates and friends I talk to, they say that there's a big mentality in, in the British world that. They want you to kind of not have those driving ambitions to get to the very top they want you to find a job settle down and live your life out like there's everyone has a role in society over here (laughs) you don't um you don't do anything that's going to inconvenience yourself and i think um the audience sitters are in that mode and that you know they leave it for someone else to take care of but
0: Mm, uh that's
1: the same reason they
2: they tell young women that uh if you're being raped don't yell rape yell fire because no, no one wants to come out and help you if you're yelling rape but if you yell fire people will will come out and see and see what's going on It's kind of a sad concept
1: <laughs> yeah it's the uh the bystander syndrome uh, I think pe- people are afraid that no good deed will go
2: unpunished i think
1: yeah i guess in, in closing um on telling our listeners um how they should kind of Understand the celebrity world, like what? What should uh, I guess? Audience members being exposed to you know celebrity injustices, like what? What can we do um, when we see this kind of behavior going on that's not really being um, addressed properly by you know any judicial system? Is there anything that we can do, or I guess besides spreading awareness, um, which is the podcast, I suppose. I think that the the
2: main form of resistance to this is just the, a resistance to the celebrity culture in general i mean we spend so much time and energy and money invested in these people who and for what reason i mean there's websites like Perez Hilton there's there's tv channels tms like tmz that just completely dedicate themselves to perpetuating this uh culture of celebrity and and gossip and it just to me I, I, it boggles the mind how someone would want to care that much about someone that they might have nothing to do with in, a, in, a, in an actual sense the, the only reason they care is because they've created this um, kind of PR for themselves that perpetuates their own celebrity like it just doesn't make sense to me so I think the only form of resistance to, to people getting away with this is a resistance to celebrity culture in general. And then these people who are almost deified would no longer have this kind
1: of power that they do. Yeah, I guess if you're looking for escapism, you should really think about what you what it is you're escaping into.
0: You know, people shouldn't be involved. You know, spending
1: all their time thinking about oh,
0: who's. Uh, Paris Hilton getting kissed next or what how many people is she gonna get in bed with tonight um <laughs> definitely uh and even like allowing these people to get away with things that are, like even like this story the whole raping on stage sort of uh stands out but uh and it's sort of extreme because I don't think I've, I've ever even heard of anything like that happening other than uh of course roman polanski and the alleged michael jackson stories but you know still these people are deified and you can't like they they're basically infallible like they can't get away with this stuff and i say just down with it forget about them like say, say oh yeah nice nice movie thanks but
1: uh you don't need me to tell you are great so have fun you don't need to walk them down the altar I think
0: exactly
1: is a, a good way of uh, ending the relationship with um, stars anyways I'd like to, to thank our guests for being on the show um, next week we're doing the the second life podcast which is the podcast broadcast from within second life so join in next Monday um, and uh, you've been listening to a vacation with I'd like to thank our listeners for listening you can find us in the iTunes store this is vacation with signing off